This episode of the Crown and Cowards podcast is sponsored in part by Busted Tees, your home for funny, awesome, cool t-shirts that are sure to get your friend's attention. Busted Tees puts many of their popular shirt designs on sale each week. Choose from several eye-catching t-shirts inspired by pop culture. To help keep our podcast free, order from Busted Tees by going to cspn.us. That's cspn.us. Then click on the Keep Our Podcast Free link. Click on the Busted Tees banner and then shop for awesome t-shirts. Busted Tees through cspn.us. Do it today. The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? A-Town Connection right here. You got Young Bloods uh, featuring Daddy Fat Sack. You know what I'm talking about? Outcast, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like this. Check that out. I know you're waiting for Daddy. It won't be long. Shout out, be patient because I'm coming to you. Niggas, welcome, welcome to back to another episode of the Crown and Collar Podcast. Y'all niggas missed us, didn't you? You know, we took two weeks off um, involuntarily. I mean, you know, life, life be life, um, and we apologize. Um, but we bike. Um, it is me, one half of your host, Jeremy, um, aka Black Dante on Twitter, aka uh, Nigga Mort. A stop lying to me about Eastern Conference team be LeBron James in the playoffs. Please stop it. Don't believe the lie. And as usual, I'm joined by one of the closest people that I've met from the internet and my co-host. <laughs> I'm tired of people lying to me. I'm tired. Uh, hey, y'all. It's Bianca. Um, been a long time, and uh, yeah, shouldn't have left you without a dope beat to step to. Um, I apologize for last week. Actually, I don't apologize for last week. My internet was being hot garbage. It's being garbage right now, in fact, so I'm kind of keeping an eye on the situation, see what's going on with it. I might drop out at some point, but my phone is fully charged and handy. Um, I got no fun AKAs this week. Uh, hashtag fuck Comcast. Hashtag fuck Comcast. Hella agree. Oh, my God. They are just so annoying right now. Anyway, <clears throat> enough about that. Uh, let's get into this show because um, – actually, let's pay some bills first. Uh, thank you for listening to the Chronic House Podcast. We have been a part of the Coast of the Podcast Network since December 2014. So for three and a half years, y'all have been riding with us, all a part of it. And we greatly appreciate that. A way you can help keep these shows free is by going to cspn.us, clicking the Sponsors tab, and looking through those wonderful sponsors that we have and finding something you like and doing some shopping through there. Um, it looks for every occasion. Obviously, the big one is the sponsorship with Amazon, where you just click through and you shop like normal. Um, unless you pop open a private browser, it'll still have all your stuff logged in for you, so you can do all your shopping like usual with all your checkout options like usual and all your payment methods like usual. But... What it does is Amazon says, oh, look, somebody came from CSPN.us. Let's kick them some money off the sale. And, yeah, that helps us keep bandwidth going. Um, another one we have, this is recent, is uh, Funko Collectibles. If you like the Funko Pops, um, you can click through our website, and then when you are done shopping for your Funkos, um, use the code SHOP10 for 10% off. Let's see. In addition to that, we have a Blue Apron deal. So farm fresh ingredients and step-by-step recipes delivered weekly to your door. Always ship free, skip the grocery store, and get cooking. BlueApron.com. Click through cspn.us slash sponsors and get $30 off your first Blue Apron order. Want some wine to go with your Blue Apron dinner? We have a connection with Wink. 
We connect you to a world of exclusive wines tailored to your taste and delivered directly to your door. Get started today. And you get $20 off your first Wink membership order. So you can save 50 bucks, like just like that, via our website. So do those things and very many more. Um, and with that said, I think the bills are paid. So let's jump into the show, shall we? Yes. And all that does is keep us free. So you won't have to pay to my country ass sound like slab of lamb. So, oh yeah. Because <laughs> I wouldn't pay for that shit either. Um, so... We got a lot to talk about. We ain't going to try to give y'all a two-hour show, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and... We might. Because <laughs> we were gone for two goddamn weeks. We might. And we a lot of things happened at that time. Right. A lot of sh- shit has been going down since we last recorded, and I'm going to go ahead and tell you right goddamn now, uh, we're going to talk about uh, Kanye. Uh, we're going to talk about Aurora. Oh, we're going to talk about Cosby. So if you, you know, if you've been listening to other podcasts and you like, oh, like uh, these niggas again, like I know, trust me, I get it. However, we've been gone for two goddamn weeks and we got shit to say. So, you know, maybe I fast forward to probably maybe what I'll I, I give them like what, 30 minutes in, 40, 35, somewhere in there. So skip I say, that. I say at least 25. At least 25, so skip. Go, go, go to 25, start listening to that. If it's not to your satisfaction, go a little bit further. Uh, we totally understand. But first, let's talk about these NBA playoffs, shall we? Yes, yes. So, like I said to my AKA, um, I want everybody to stop lying to me that an Eastern Conference team is going to beat LeBron James in the playoffs. LeBron James. LeBron Listen, first of all, let me tell you something. This motherfucker is damn near 40 and playing like he 20 goddamn seven. I This shit, wh- What? This shit is not right. It is it is damn near impossible. Logically, LeBron is thirty three years old. He just turned thirty three in December. Um, but yes, the wear and tear on his body. He played his first eighty two game season this year, and you know the multiple finals in a row, the two Olympic appearances, three Olympic appearances actually in his you know career. Yeah, it, it's fair to say he's got a little bit more wear and tear than a typical thirty three year old star, even who might go a little deep in the playoffs one or two years, but might make the finals once, whatever. Anyway, continue. This motherfucker is old testament in basketball years. Like and the niggas playing like he a whole new nigga. Like this shit is listen, I'm sorry, but now getting to now in the finals, you know, that might be a different story. But as long as LeBron James in the Eastern Conference, ain't nobody beating this nigga. I don't give a damn what team he on. Long as he in he could go to the fucking seventy sixers. If LeBron is on the team, Yo, if he does that, the, hello. But <laughs> if this, if if LeBron James is on the Eastern Conference team, ain't nobody beating them niggas. Ain't nobody beating them niggas. I'm sorry, you got LeBron. LeBron is like a, the permanent big joker. In, like it's like if you could, if you play in space with somebody and like they have multiple copies of the big joker, it would be LeBron James. Like it's impossible. You just you cannot beat this nigga. And, and notice that I'm saying this nigga, LeBron, and not the Cavs, because, ooh. But, <laughs> but, <Correct>. I'm sorry. <laughs> ooh, because, ooh. ooh mm. <laughs> I'm sorry, but stop lying to me. That's all I ask. Stop lying to me. And look, I get it. I understand. Sometimes you believe in a lot, too. One of my favorite teams had a good year, and I believed a lot, too. I was dumb. It's okay. I get it. But stop lying to me. Ain't nobody be LeBron James in the playoffs in the Eastern Conference. In six or seven, I, listen. I don't give a damn. Hey, I, I, I'm right now. I'm like that meme of LeBron where they put the uh, do rag on him and the damn uh, cigarette. <laughs> yes, LeBron the mechanic. <laughs> LeBron, <laughs> LeBron the mechanic that part times as the DJ for the church function. Yeah, he he definitely looks like a mechanic in that in that photograph. Like 
Yeah, he if, he, if he told me, like, if, if I had no concept of the, like, world that I lived in, like, I just had bad amnesia and remembered nothing, he told me, yeah, this guy is a, guy's a world-famous mechanic. I'd be like, hey, yeah, looks like it. I definitely I like believe it. I would definitely believe you. But, yeah, I don't give a damn if it's, and <sighs> Raptors, did, did the Raptors even pinch the bitch? Like, goddamn. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Can we talk about the Raptors? I, go ahead. Go go ahead. Let's talk about it. Game three had just ended. Like, just ended. And I was already seeing the Raptors fans. Yo, what if we got Wiggins? <laughs> Yo, why does everybody's fascination with Andrew Wiggins? I no, no, no. It's not everybody. It's not everybody. It's not everybody. Well, well, not everybody. What is but... Canadians? Fascinating. What are they seeing that the rest of the world isn't seeing? Because, okay, so here's the thing. I'm not saying that Wiggins is trash. I'm not going to say that because that's not true. And I don't believe in lying to the people. Correct. However, but what I what I will say is, like, Wiggins is, he's not the answer in this situation. Um, no. Like, the answer in this situation might be, let me get the exact year, might be 2012 LeBron. The lockout, lockout season LeBron, that might be what they need. Um to overcome present-day LeBron. Correct. Because I just... I, the nigga... The nigga is... How old is he? How old is he? 33? 33. The nigga is 33. And the nigga is playing like he's getting better. At 30 fucking 3. This wasn't supposed how? to happen. Not in the 15. Not off several straight finals appearances. This was not supposed to happen. And yet here we are talking about that being... Like where we are right now, not not even just talking about it, but actually living it, actually bearing witness to it, actually seeing him go coast to coast and not get double teamed, hit an offhand floater. Yes, offhand. LeBron is actually functional left hand. I know he plays basketball righty, but he's left handed, and so yeah, watching Listen, him go with the right foot with the floater, and LeBron is running parallel to the hoop, and then just says, "Up, oh, I'm at a point where I can flip this little shot up." Let me do that now. Game over. My team wins. Your team doesn't. And then, I mean, of course, the balloon was completely popped at that point, and the Raptors went on a lose by 35 in the clincher, but, you know. It, it was so, like, the shit was so beautiful. It was so beautiful. Like, as soon as he released it, I was like, oh, the, oh, it's over. Games. It's over. Game's over. As soon as he released it, because it was just so pretty. So pretty. Um... And yo, speaking of balloons, I don't like where this is going. Like I know they got another game because I think they won the last one. But Sixers, Sixers, baby, uh, baby, what, what what are y'all doing? Y'all threw the confetti, and the game wasn't over. Like what is, what, baby, seven to Sixers, baby, what is you doing? Mm, mm. Uh, poor thing. Poor, mm, poor that. Just mm. got just got to talk about the whole the whole franchise as a singular entity. Poor thing. Right. Mm. Damn shame. Damn shame. Damn shame what they did to that franchise. Damn shame. Mm. Good luck, everybody. Um. So yeah. So we pretty much gonna get Celtics, uh, Cavs in the Eastern Conference Finals. And again, <laughs> ain't nobody beating Braun. I'm sorry, but I think I will, I will be- say it's gonna be fun to see how. Um, Brad Stevens schemes for LeBron. Yes, uh, that they double team him everywhere. If they, I, I don't know who they can put on him really. Um, right. 
But I think they'll do a really like committee approach. I think it's kind of what they have to do. Um, yeah. Now I will say if if the Celtics were at full strength, I'm still not betting against LeBron, but it would be a damn good series. Mm-hmm. I think it, it, it'd be one where you kind of worried for a game or two. Like, hey, this yeah, this, this could possibly go either direction. Who knows? Right, because we got because I mean, sitting on a two-one lead with two-one home games in the series. Who knows? Like you could see that happening. Yeah, if they were that full strength. Even, yeah, if they were that full strength, even though again I'm still not bidding on, against LeBron James, I could see it if the Celtics were full strength because they, they you know, I, Brad Stevens is a good ass coach. You know what I'm thinking right now? What? what if the Cavs lost those games on purpose to fall to the fourth seed, knowing that they would get the fighting uh, Wigginses to <laughs> breaks off of in the second round. What if that was on purpose? What if it was an elaborate ruse? Bronze plan. Bronze plan. You know what? You know <laughs> <laughs> this is just Bron hugging Kevin Love. Bron. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. But, you know, we, we will see. Um, you know, the Celtics have got to close out the Sixers, which I'm – Quite confident they will. Um, I haven't really caught a lot of Western Conference games, so I don't even know what the fuck is going on. I'll tell you about the Western Conference. Pelicans Uh swept the Trailblazers. Uh, Bloop. And for those who don't know, I do live in Portland. I was in Portland for the two Portland home games. And then I was in Oakland. I was in the Bay Area for the two um, New Orleans home games. And the conversations I had in each city were interesting. Um... While I was in Portland, I was just like, yo, if the Pelicans can steal one, I'll probably go to game five because it's on a Tuesday. I'll be back in town um, and I can work it out. And then uh, when I was in Oakland, it was like, look at what my team is doing to the Blazers. Like, I planned on going back and attending a game, but that might not be happening now. Right. Um, And then, you know, the Rockets uh, beat the Timberwolves because Kevin Garnett, one, did not walk through that locker room. And then secondly... (laughs) Somehow the Wolves decided it was a great idea to use a lot of Derrick Rose and not a lot of Carl Anthony Towns. Which, uh, good luck, everybody. Right? <laughs> a lot mm. more Derrick Rose than Jimmy Butler. And that was not a good idea in their time together in Chicago or their time together in Minnesota. So, so you you got it wrong on two occasions. Right? Um, uh, although, they did they did steal a game off of Houston. Again, no first-round playoffs. You stuff with the Pelicans. Um, they did steal a game, and Derrick Rose apparently played okay in it, and that led to a lot of people getting pissed off at a lot of sports writers about their Derrick Rose takes. And I just always find it hilarious because it's like, this dude does not need to be defended this aggressively. Like, do you realize the fact that you're caps locking and have used 27 curse words in this 400-word, like, screed that you've written is kind of proof that his performance like that when they're good is the exception and not the norm? Like, I think that's a fair assertion to make, no? Uh, I'm... Yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, that was the thing that happened. Uh, what was the other playoff series I want to talk about? Oh, um, Jazz Thunder was weird. Like those are six games that were just six weird games. I watched, <sighs> I watched five of them, and I don't really feel like I learned a whole hell of a lot about either team as a result of it. Um, <sighs> I did not do that on purpose for the reason you might be thinking I did. Um, this is this is not trolling. This is a legit conversation about the team that was involved in the playoff series. Um, you know, I pray for me. Both my teams trash. Pray for me. One is one could be good, but coaching and personalities on the team is trash, and then the other team is just trash. So 
Yeah, I don't know what's up with your Hawks. Um, I mean, two years ago, they won 60, what, one games or something like that? Yeah, and now just, you know, good luck, everybody. I didn't even fire the coach. And yeah, they fired the coach. That's I got a bone to pick with Mike Boonhoser, though, because that motherfucker said he tired of losing in Atlanta and he want to go to the Knicks. Um, Boy, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nigga, just say you want the money, because if you what you can't tell me is look, I completely understand being fed up losing in Atlanta after the past couple of seasons. I completely get that. But what you can't tell me with a straight face is that your reason for wanting to leave is because you're tired of losing, but yet you want to go to the Knicks. Boy, boy. That does, that I did not know. That's high comedy. Oh my God. Right, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I ain't even listen. I I am a realistic fan. We trashed I, again. I completely understand being fed up with losing, but nigga, if you want to win, you ain't going to the fucking Knicks. And I don't know if anybody in Knicks Twitter listen to this podcast. Y'all trash. I'm sorry. I know we trash, but goddamn, y'all right there with us. So, and unlike your franchise, at least at least we got a ring. So fuck you. The Hawks have a ring. Yeah, before the merger they do, but yeah. I mean, the Knicks got one right before the merger. They have two right before the merger. You sure? Mm-hmm. 1970 when Willis Reed came out the tunnel, and then I want to say 73 was the other one. Hmm. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I have to look it up. I could be wrong. But, you know. 1972, 73 Knicks. Second, yeah, NBA champs. Yep. Hmm. Oh, well, my victory off still stands. I'm wrong, but my victory off still stands. Fuck the Knicks. But, <laughs> but anyway. Uh, but yes, uh, that, was a, that was a team on which Phil Jackson was the eighth man. What <laughs> the eighth man? <laughs> eighth man. I don't know why that is hilarious to me. <laughs> I don't know why Phil being the eighth man is hilarious to me. But here I am. I'm probably a terrible person, so it's fine. But yeah, I, the Thunder. I just you know, uh, my King Russie. Like I, I, here's my thing. Here's my thing. And I was listening to uh, Bo uh, Bomani Jones podcast. Here's my thing. I love Russie to death. However, I'm not blind. When he fucks up, I shut the fuck up. But what you can't tell me is that everything, even bo- and if we want to take it even back, even before KD left, what you can't tell me, if you true, if people are truly objective like they claim to be, what you can't tell me is that you looked at the Oklahoma City Thunder since, the, since its inception, since Russie, KD, Ibaka and Harden, even though fuck him, was all there. What you can't tell me is two things. One, that you can't win with Russell Westbrook. And two, everything bad that happened with that team was Russell Westbrook's fault. Now, when he wrong and when he fuck up, again, I will shut the fuck up. There's valid criticism of Russell, even though I love him to death. I will not defend valid criticism against him. But what you can't tell me is that all of the shit is his fault. I refuse to, I, I refuse to entertain that shit. Like, we can have a nuanced discussion about it and debate, quote-unquote. We can talk about it and, you know, we disagree on certain things here and there. That's fine. But I'm not entertaining anything that literally leads off with Russell Westbrook is the reason and the answer and the the cause of, you know, the downfall of OKC. Fuck that shit. Yeah, no, I mean, so the, the way I'll put it has always been – you can't really blame Russ as as much as people try to do that. Um, sometimes Russ is all he has. Literally all they have. All we have. Literally. It's kind of like, and I'm going to make a cross-sports comparison here, and you're going to feel me on this, even though like what I'm about to say might make you bristle a little bit. It was kind of like the Saints with Drew Brees like a few years ago, where it was like they kept going 7-9. People were like, oh, well, 
Maybe they overpaid Drew. Maybe they paid Drew too much. Just like, no, like, I think Drew's all his team has right now because if they hadn't paid him, they would have nothing. I, you know what? I won't even hold you. I won't even hold you. I, I, you know, all fandom, hatred aside, I'm objective. He really was all y'all had. I will give you that. I won't hold you. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's, the, that's the weird thing about the Russell Westbrook takes. Like, like, I look at Donovan Mitchell, for example, for a parallel. Like, I mean, that dude basically is what Russ was early in his career. And we loved early Westbrook. And we love Donovan Mitchell now. Mm-hmm. But it's going to come a point where nobody loves that shit anymore. Mm-hmm. They just start saying, oh, no, is Donovan Mitchell the reason why the Jazz can't go any further? And it's like, he's the reason they're as far as they are. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Like, you can't have it both ways. Like, is, is there a valid critique? Yes. But at the same time, like... They wouldn't be even halfway competitive if not for this nigga. So again, like you can't have it both ways. But you know, people love to do that with Russell, and you know, it's just you know, I, I see you. You're not as clever as you think you are, but you know, whatever. Um, also, but I will say, even though, what I will say is this: Melo is fucking washed. Done. He is done. But he has the ego, like my nigga. I get it. Like you still think you mellow. You still think you that. You still think you that girl. But you not that girl, mellow. I'm sorry. You are not that. You are not that nigga no more. Like ego is a motherfucker. I get it. But my nigga, the smartest thing you could have done for OKC was come off the bench, nigga. And we saw and we saw flashes of it. like when Melo came off that bench, that second unit was lit. But <laughs> once upon a time on a Twitter account far, far away, um, I once wrote. While watching Sir Kobe Bryant's last NBA game, Carmelo Anthony is going to try this exact same thing and finish the game with 19 points. And I'm afraid now that that might actually be too many points that I'm giving him credit for. Right? You you could at least get Kobe 19. Oh my God. Okay, Pokemon. Okay. No. This. <laughs> oh shit. No. Okay. <laughs> Oh my god. That sounded like Pokemon Yellow. Okay. All right. So what it was, let me tell you what I just watched. Uh that was Pokemon, except somebody drew in LeBron James fighting a raptor. And I can't remember which Pokemon it is that's standing as a raptor, but like the LeBron is clearly like drawn in as like a cartoon character version of LeBron. And he goes fight and then it uses a broom and it pushes the raptor off the screen like bit by bit. <laughs> ah! You, oh, you talented Negroes on the internet. They should have never gave you niggas the internet. You motherfuckers are hilarious. But yeah, I think that's I think that's all I got. That's all the hot takes that I have. It's just you know that that's 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 enough for playoffs. Yeah. Um. So sorry about the Wizards. Okay, now we can be done. Um. Yeah, R.I.P. Wizards. Good. Good the hell look, DC. <laughs> good the hell look. I think I think what no we didn't talk about the Heat either. Happy Trails Miami Heat. Um, uh, yeah, mm, yeah. And who did the Warriors play in the first? Oh, the Spurs, right? Yeah. Ooh, Lord, talk about a team that really didn't deserve to be there. Um, uh, mm, mm. spicy. I like. All right, it. Yeah. Woo. Let's be done. Let's be done. Let's be done. <laughs> Before we make the whole damn show about basketball, because woo. Mm. Yeah, let's, let's be done here. All right. Um. So I have on my teleprompter. I have quite a few topics typed up here. Um. So let's start with the heavy one, shall we? Um, Kanye West once released a song called I Miss the Old Kanye, and I think we all are feeling that song by his right now. Um, Kanye done lost his damn mind while we were gone. That's putting, yeah. it, that's putting it lightly. Yeah, we, we don't need to recap all the things he said. I think you know him all, but we'll, as we, as we talk about him, we'll bring him up. Um, 
But this all began when he decided that Candace Owens, who is in the Upside Down, um, <clears throat> received a cosign and some praise from uh, Kanye West. And from there, um, he started tweeting again, and it was like, Lord, Kanye's back on Twitter. What, what, what do right. we expect this time? Like, Hopefully yeah. he'll ask for our resumes again, because that went nowhere last time. But anyway. Um, good, good damn look. Yeah, so he starts tweeting, and, and he decides to focus on, like, I guess how Candace Owens deserves, like, to say what she feels, and then he started going into this whole thing about being a free thinker, and then <laughs> from there, he just rolled completely off the side of the mountain and was like, I love Trump, and can I... I think that's the first time we don't say his name. <laughs> I think that's the first time we don't say his name since the election. Yo, it has been a long time. And I'm quoting somebody else, which is the wild part about it. But um, <laughs> shit. God yeah. So, so Kanye said that. Um, All the time. And it was just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like I remember the people who were saying that shit like during like the campaign season, like before he was in office, and like the actual elections. The, the, they ain't your stock, buddy. Like they ain't the people who bought your albums. They ain't the people who show up at your concerts. They ain't the people who even like you very much. They're the people still holding your 2005 comments about George Bush over your head. So. Well, you think you got the, the good sense that God gave a gnat to fix your <laughs> fingers to say some dumb shit like this. Like, nigga, you got a dump truck of nerve. <laughs> the sense that God gave a gnat. Bianca never changed. <laughs> I'm Southern. It, you know, it happens. It's fine. You Listen, you, in another topic we'll talk about later, I I, I said on Twitter today, let's get to the, the meat of these greens. But I, I, we'll cross that bridge with but yeah, Kanye was. It's my thing. <laughs> Kanye was having talks with John Legend, who was really trying to get him to snap out of it and realize, "Yo, man, like you, you're experiencing something right now. This, this ain't the Kanye that I call brother, friend, coworker, producer, collaborator." John Legend is a true friend because mm-hmm. you need friends like when you when you acting you when you acting the fuck stupid. You need friends that will pull you to the side and say, "Bro, you 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 acting the fuck stupid. Stop it." And then Kanye decided to put 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 that conversation on Twitter. Like, boy, he went full Twitter nigga. Yeah, that's exactly what Kanye did. He went full Twitter nigga. But this is my thing. On top of what he said, and obviously supporting the white supremacist bigot and all that shit. Two things, and and two things. One, the motherfucker said, "Okay, let me backtrack a bit." I know that at this point with certain people. Okay, I got a bunch of thoughts, so let me just process it and go as I go. This motherfucker did all this cooning and shucking and jiving, and the music don't even slap. Nigga, let me tell you something. I don't listen to current Kanye. Like, I, I'm not even going to say anything like, I rarely, now, I rarely listen to old Kanye. Like, if old Kanye come on, I ain't going to turn it, but it's not like I just go out and seek to listen to like graduation and shit, even though graduation is like my favorite Kanye album. But even now, like I don't go out to seek it. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm on my Spotify and got the shit on shuffle and it come on, I'm like, oh, okay. But you know, I'm not, it's not in my active rotation at this stage of my life is what I'm saying. How the fuck ever? Cause some people can, can compartmentalize and reconcile with like, I don't agree with Kanye. Obviously that nigga be on some trash and some bullshit, but I'm just here for the music. Right. And, I mm, okay, fair. But I listened to one of them goddamn songs that he released. Boy, 
Boy, this motherfucker did all this cooning, and this motherfucker said slavery was a choice and released a song saying some goddamn scoop de dee whoop poopy dee boo Boy! Whoop-de-whoop. Somebody, by the way, set that to that video of him dancing terribly in that, like, note from Chrono Trigger, and I laughed my head off. That Yo, shit. let me tell you something. Somebody splashed that shit with the bobbity-boo, the bibbity-boo from Disney, and I fucking lost it. Yo, like... Whoever did that, you are the real MVP because I fucking lost it. But nigga, this nigga did all that cooning and didn't even put out music fire enough for people to even use the defense of I'm just here for the album. Because what the fuck you can't tell me is a motherfucker saying scoop dee whoop is good enough for you to scoop dee whoop dee doop. You can't tell me that shit is fire enough for you to make the compartmentalization of I'm just gonna be here for the music. Fuck that and you if you're trying to make that excuse because that shit is not fire. That shit don't slap. No, like, I think for me, compartmentalization looks a little bit more like maybe I didn't know who or how Kanye felt about the world at the time, like, late registration and when graduation came out and stuff like that. Um, and so I can still sort of, like, hold those things where they are, how they are. Mm-hmm. Um and I'll talk about how this differs as we segue into our next, next, into a future topic. Um, yeah. But yeah. And then now, just again, seeing like this sort of deconstruction of, you know, what he once was, or at least what he once presented to us. Yeah. Cause I think and, that's a good distinction too. And and seeing that, you know, that, that the election of Trump and like, we saw the pictures of him with Trump, like right after that shit happened, right before it happened. And mm. we were all like, yo, like what? Like, this seems weird. But then like nothing else happened. So it was like, oh, well, let's. That's whatever. That's just two rich motherfuckers taking a picture together. Daddy, yeah, whatever. But now it's like, yo, like this is way more insidious than we thought. So right. you actively supporting this motherfucker and being purposefully oblivious to him and the evil that him and his administration is doing. Like again, like I don't, you can't. And I, I get people saying like Kanye's not a politician. You know, he's not in elected office. Like who? you know, really gives a fuck what Kanye thinks, but I, to me, that's not a to me, that's not a good enough defense. Like, I get you're not going to you ignoring Kanye is fine for you, and I get it, but at the same time like, it's not about Kanye in particular. It's that right. a lot of motherfuckers White, black, pow- powers that don't, that are not B, powers that are B, what the fuck ever, a lot of motherfuckers. The alt-right, alt-right reconnection, yeah. But hello, d- hello, a lot of motherfuckers agree with that nigga. Like, now you can be, you know, with your head in the sand and acting like that shit ain't, you know, ain't ain't as big a deal because it's Kanye. And again, like, because you, for, for self-protection reasons, or maybe you just don't give a shit what Kanye thinks. I get that. I do. But at the same time, the thought we have a whole ass party, a whole ass political party that believes the shit Kanye is saying. The nigga supports a motherfucker that, well, he ain't, even though he's not really a Republican, he's really just a rich, head ass motherfucker. But, you know, he ran under the Republican Party. He got a whole ass political party that agrees with this nigga. So, yeah, in the grand scheme of things, it's just Kanye and his fucked up views and opinion. But, your fucked up views and opinion can be harmful. Your fucked up views and opinion can be in line with motherfuckers who have the means to inflict harm with policy and all this shit with motherfuckers. And shout out to whoever that black dude is, Van from TMZ. Like, nigga, you, you, he's being irrefucking responsible. 
Mm-hmm. Like that's the other part about it. Like nigga, we not gonna sit here and act like someone that has the reach and influence and in industry with that Kanye does. Like fucking Charlotte Coon the God having this opinion while it's fucked up. Uh, which also the, the irony of Charlotte Coon the God dragging Kanye for this shit. Which boy, <laughs> boy. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway, like. Him having an opinion or shit, even a motherfucker on Twitter with like thousands of followers and shit, like somebody that's a a blogger or some shit like that, and that's no shade, or whatever. But you know what I'm saying, like, yeah, even though they might have a fucked up opinion or agree with this shit, and yeah, it'd be fucked up, and where they may have a bit of a reach and it will still be fucked up, it's different when it's someone like Kanye. You know what I mean? Like we, can, I to put it like this, we can't have it both ways. Well, when LeBron James talks about politics and shit. We applaud him because he's saying things that we agree with and the right things, obviously. <laughs> and we can't have it both ways where we're saying that his reach matters because of his status and stuff. But when it's Kanye, it don't. Like, we can't have it both ways where status matters for one pe- person because they're saying stuff that, well, common fucking sense and, again, the right things. But then when it's Kanye... Because we just here for the musical, we just ignoring him or something. Then we say status doesn't matter. Like we we can't have that shit both ways. Yeah, no, yeah, you, no like you're right. right. That's, that's no. no. Again, you can say you don't give a fuck about Kanye. That's fair. That's right. perfectly fair and perfectly logical. I I get it. But what you can't tell me is that you know who gives a fuck about what Kanye thinks because of the status and because it doesn't matter. Like, that's what you can't tell me because we we pick and choose and applaud that shit when we want to with people that we like. You know what I mean? So, but I say all that to say. This motherfucker and niggas out here looking the fuck stupid on Beyonce's internet over some goddamn scoop diddy whoop. I Listen, I want to fight Kanye. <laughs> Just for that alone, like you had niggas out here, you was out here cooning and had niggas cooning defending you for some goddamn bobbity boop poop poop boy. What? I'm just here for the jokes, and like I said, I greatly appreciate the fact that you know people took that and memed the hell out of it. Yeah, that too, but I, nigga, I just. But yeah, on the, on the fundamental level, you're absolutely right. Like you know, like we. Yeah. But also jokes. I'm here for the jokes too. But there, there, I don't think there's a rally at this point because people who are really close to him have tried to reach out to him and have gotten nowhere. It's just like talking to a wall. Um, right. And then the people who you know scratch his back or pat him on the head, tell him what a good job he's doing, tweeting all these fucked up things, and carrying all these fucked up thoughts out into existence. Um. Yeah, it just seems like that's what he wants, and that's what he... Like, it's, it's a weird thing to me. Like, you can't consider yourself a leader and only be favorable about the things that you want to propel you forward when other people are telling you, yo, like, this is messed up, here's why, and you're like, I got free speech. Right, free thinker, boy. Well, go to hell. Kanye, go to hell. And so I know I have our um, runner typed up in this particular order, but what I do want to do is I want to flip these next two topics. Um... And the reason I want to flip these next two topics is because, again, I alluded to a segue earlier where, you know, it was like, hey, like Kanye's, you know, I guess matriculation through his college years into his good music era or whatever um, means that you can take like that sachet of or that, that snapshot of Kanye's music and appreciate it for what it was at that time, while not maybe necessarily ascribing it to this version of Kanye and trying to like extract good out of it in that way. We can contrast that to a motherfucker like R. Kelly, who's back in trouble with the 
Everybody again. Ooh, let's talk about it. Let's get to the let's get to the, the meat and potatoes of this shit. Cause listen, let me tell you something. And we have the we have the mute R. Kelly movement. Um yes, we covered it on the show when like it first happened or we first got wind of it. Like I don't know how far along we are with this. I do know that progress is being made. I do know that it's being talked about. Um but the reason and I'm probably reiterating at this point, but the reason why I'm able to do that with Kanye and not this with R. Kelly and why I do want all this music to fuck out of here is because again, like it's been made clear through the you know discovery of evidence and through his own words in some cases that like he was writing these nursery school uh, like tangent rhymes like adjacent rhymes and using these musical elements and nicknaming himself the Pied Piper and all these other things um, as direct callbacks to his affinity for underage um, you know black girls. Yeah, like you, you, I'm, I'm. Listen, I'm sorry. Well, no, actually, I'm not sorry. Like, I, I at this point, I'm judging the fuck out of you if you still stand up for R. Kelly, dog. Like, it's like I can't, you, you can't do it. Like, there are, I believe, there are artists where you can separate the art from the music. Like, for instance, fucking um Rick Ross. Like, this motherfucker raps about. Gangster life, and we know this motherfucker is a correctional officer. You know what I mean? Like, or at least was. Like, yeah, well, we, know, we know that there's a discord there between, like, yo, like, what's your story? What's the story of what you heard being talked about in the jail block while you was walking around twirling keys on your finger? But, right. um, but you can't. You, so you could do that for someone like a Rick Ross or whatever. You can't do that with our killer. I'm sorry, you can't. I don't know. I can I don't care how much you try to justify. I don't care how much you try to flip it and go through the mental gymnastics. With this, ninety percent, if damn near not ninety nine or ninety eight percent of this nigga's music was about sex. The nigga literally has been for years, decades now. Has been accused and there's been proof we li- of this nigga assaulting because that's what the fuck it is. Underage girls, you cannot separate that shit. I am sorry. I am sorry that you believe in the lie, but you cannot separate that man from his music. You cannot. Absolutely, that, not. you his, cannot. His creativity is a, is again, it's a direct callback to that. Um, it is a direct callback specifically. It is a direct path. It is uh, his music is a direct pathology of him assaulting girls. Like it is, you can't separate that shit. And yes, I'm sorry, you are a terrible motherfucker if you still supporting this nigga. Like I saw this motherfucker on goddamn somebody retweeted on Twitter. This motherfucker um partying and shit. Motherfucking Scotty pimping in the video. Fucking Tyrese. This nigga just pit. Like you, I'm sorry, you a shitty person if you supporting this nigga. Uh, I, I saw somebody on Twitter today. Uh, one of uh, my Atlanta followers, she was listening to um, Rick Smiley Morning Show, which first of all, God bless. <laughs> and she was saying that fucking on there, like I think she was saying like the brat was defending him and shit. You know, just like she defended Bill Cosby and shit, and it, who we'll talk about in a little bit. But like, I'm sorry, you a terrible person if you supporting this nigga, dog. Like this motherfucker. We literally saw this nigga on tape back in the day with an underage girl. All, most of us saw the PP tape. We saw the shit. We we saw this motherfucker marry Aaliyah, lying on her birth certificate and shit, paying off her, her family and all that shit. We saw this. We knew. People knew. They just didn't give a fuck because stepping the name of love was slapping. You know, and also... 
and I think I talked about this before. Uh, because his, you know, they were little black girls, and again, I said it before I kind of talked about it, where I kind of got a li- in a little bit of tw- uh, in uh, a little bit in trouble on Twitter. Like I am not dismissing that there is a lack of caring about what happens to black women and little black girls. I I'm not sure if we I'm not sure if society hates little black hates black girls more than it loves to protect abusers. And again, like I said before, then I could be wrong. You know, maybe it's both. Maybe it's that they hate black girls more than they love to protect abusers. I don't know. I really don't. So again, that's not me trying to dismiss that point because I I would just want to reiterate that. But my nigga. I'm sorry, but if you if you still if you if you still buying R. Kelly tickets, you still spending R. Kelly records, you still defending R. Kelly, you a piece of shit, dog. And why are we here? First of all, and I don't mean to talk all over it, Bianca. I'm gonna shut up in a minute. No, no, no. I just no. gotta get this on. My, I gotta I gotta get this on my chest. Fuck everybody that's distancing themselves from him now and speaking out because you because you motherfuckers went along with this shit. You 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 enabled this monster for years. For years, y'all, people enabled this motherfucker. And now, because it's finally, finally getting traction or concentrated effort, well, I don't want to say concentrated effort because effort's been concentrated, but it's finally getting traction that now this motherfucker maybe, might possibly, finally face up and get consequences for what the fuck he been doing for years. Now you motherfuckers want to jump ship. Fuck y'all, dog. Y'all don't get no, y'all don't get no cupcakes. Y'all don't get no cookies? Because y'all knew. Y'all enabled this motherfucker because you not finna sit here and tell me R. Kelly was doing all this shit by himself. You are... I was born that night, but I wasn't born last night. You a motherfucking fool if you think I'm gonna believe that this nigga was just doing this shit all by himself. All the people that's distancing from... Like, I think somebody... One of his... One of his close friends that's not in the circle no more as of late uh, was talking about, like, we would go to parties and... uh, No, we would go to... um, what do you say? Oh, we we go to parties or go to um, high school campuses or some or whatever and try to and, and wait and pick up pick up little girls to to get into the sex ring and shit. Fuck you, dog. Fuck you. I hope you go to jail just along with his ass because you just as you just as bad. You complicit. Fuck you, man. You know. So fuck R. Kelly. You know. And also one more thing that <sighs> that. In living color dressing, in living color dressing motherfucker mm-hmm. had the nerve, the black ass dad jean wearing nerve to release a statement saying that he is going, that he supports the efforts and the rights of women and the Me Too movement and the Times Up movement, but also said that going after him is a is a malicious attention grabbing public lynching. Boy, whoa, 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 whoa. That's not a word we just throw around cavalierly, sir. Boy, R. Kelly, if you ever happen to listen to this, or if anybody that loves R. Kelly ever happens to listen to this, fuck R. Kelly, go straight to hell and fuck y'all for supporting that nigga. And I mean that shit from the bottom of my gravest sounding ass heart. Fuck y'all. And I'm done. On that, I'm done. Bianca? I got nothing to add. Um, again, this nigga's disgusting. Has been for a really fucking long time. And, like, this move is long overdue. Make no mistake about it. Um, Correct. And this is not one of those things where I'm going to, like, fault, like, regular people for struggling to come to terms with, like, 
you know, how they felt about his music versus, again, this callback to what it was that was obviously going on in his life. Um, just get on board and stay on board and, like, bring more people on board because, like, we need to make it very known and very common that, like, you won't get the pedestal, you won't get the accolades, you won't get the fanfare and the attention and the love and the adoration that comes with making things that resonate to people in a way if you are this vile of a human. Correct. So, fuck that nigga. Um, so speak for me, who, again, has a little bit of a pushback against cancel culture because, like I said, I don't, I don't like it the way it's used sometimes. This one was because I'm like, yo, 100%, like, get this nigga out of here. This episode of the Crown and Cowards podcast is sponsored in part by Busted Tees, your home for funny, awesome, cool t-shirts that are sure to get your friends' attention. Busted Tees puts many of their popular shirt designs on sale each week. Choose from several eye-catching t-shirts inspired by pop culture. To help keep our podcast free, order from Busted Tees by going to cspn.us. That's cspn.us. Then click on the Keep Our Podcast Free link. Click on the Busted Tees banner and then shop for awesome t-shirts. Busted Tees through cspn.us. Do it today. Mm. We won't we won't go down that rabbit hole. Um not today. Um not today. That could be for a future show. Um or we can do it on this next topic, which is Bill Cosby, who is another one who has a lot of extremely curious supporters. For example, those who think that uh, you know, he was gonna buy NBC even though we stopped I, I thought we stopped talking about that years ago when we realized there's no way in hell he could have afforded NBC. But he still got Ankrites who clasp way too tightly to that theory. Um and yeah, McRib face motherfuckers going to jail. Hopefully, because, you know, he, I, he might pull a Joe Paterno and die before he, <laughs> he, he might die before the shit, but I hope he goes to jail. But that's another one where I'm like, what the fuck are y'all defending? First of all, the nigga literally, it is, li- listen, good sis, good, listen, I know that sometimes you can find all information on, on Beyonce's internet ain't good information. I get it. I understand. At the same fucking time, there's a lot of if you find multiple sources of verifiable shit, it's more than likely true. And you can look at this shit verifiably documented. This motherfucker under oath admitted to date rape. Like the nigga admitted shit. So like, what the fuck are y'all defending? And but you know what? Because I because we can say a lot, but. If you've been listening to this show for any length of time, you know how we feel about Bill Cosby. Uh, fuck that, uh, fuck that, uh, that broken brown and looking motherfucker. Um, the motherfucker looked like like if somebody put a like if somebody put a turd of shit on top of a brownie, it would be Bill Cosby. Um, fuck that nigga. Uh, may he go to hell. Uh, he probably going like I say. I it is my hope that he served the full thirty years. I because he up to he could face up to thirty. I hope he does. I don't think he will, but that's only because I really don't. I don't trust. I don't like, have him. Live, I don't have him living to one eleven in the office pool. I don't. That too. Not only that. That too. But in addition to as well, even when the justice system gets it right, I still don't trust them to get it. Which is sad, but it's the truth. You know what I mean? Like even when they get it right, I don't trust them to get it. Like I, like some child when the when the shit broke in my office at work, some one of my goofy ass coworkers was like, "Can't they just put the man on house arrest, girl? No, go what the what what girl? Shut up!" But <laughs> like that, that's what I was. I was like, "Girl, shut up!" But um, here's what my thing, and I expected her to defend this nigga, but the way that she did, Camille Cosby. 
Camille got on Al Green's internet. Well, whenever she did this publication, this interview, but it got on, it was, it, we saw it on Al Green's internet. Camille Cosby fixed her pen or her lips or whatever to say, uh, uh, just like the shit that, that Aurora said, that this is a public lynching. I'm really tired. Really tired of black people throwing that shit around when it's black men being trash. I'm really goddamn tired of that shit because it is so just like the shit Kanye said about slavery being a choice. Throwing around public lynching all willy nilly is so disrespectful. To, you, it is funny. It is funny to me how when it comes to talking about voting and people, specifically black people, saying that if you don't vote, it's disrespectful to the ancestors that died for you to have the right. But niggas will turn right back around and say some disrespectful shit to the uh, of the ancestors to call black men being be even attempted to be held accountable for their trash ass behavior. Motherfuckers are quick to throw out public lynching to defend these niggas. And shame the ancestors. Like, it is funny to me. Like, that shit looks mad funny in the light to me. Because it's like, you got so much respect for our ancestors and this, that, and the third. But y'all are quick to to throw them, essentially, and shame them and essentially throw them aside to defend black men being trash. Like, a what? A public girl, what? Again, I expected Camille to stand by her husband at this point, honestly. But this is the how of it. It's the how like a public lynching girl. Are you stupid? Are you the fuck stupid? Like, this how. And, and at this point, because she said that, at this point, I'm almost sixty two percent sure Camille is complicit in this shit. Like at this point, because there's no way you not. There's no way Camille was just along for the ride and oblivious to him raping women. There's no way she's she was oblivious to that. But then say some shit like that, calling that um that people are put the, the the media and the court of public opinion is publicly publicly lynching this man. There's no way you say that shit and you not complicit on some level with his shit. There's no way. There's no way. And I'm sorry, like that may that and that and listen, that may be a knee jerk reaction from me. I can own that. I'll own it. But that shit again to me, that shit just look mad fun in the light that you gonna say that. Your husband, that again is on record admitting to date rape. Shit, even if we if, if we want to even take it not to that level, there's been documented, documented activity of your man cheating on you for years. Years this man has been cheating on you. Years. So already, even if it, it, let's say, let's say he didn't date rape women, the nigga still was cheating on you for 40 fucking years, Camille. Like, what are you doing? You're right. So either way, the shit is bad. But you mean to tell me you ain't complicit and covering up and trying to spin the narrative and you're going to say that this this beanbag face motherfucker is having a public lynching because he is finally being called to the carpet and convicted and may face consequences for years of date rape, years of assaulting women, years of respectability politics, years of telling black, black men that they need to pull their pants up and Years of telling black girls that they're too ghetto and too loud and the pound cake speech and that black people worst enemy is themselves. And this nigga out here being a rapist? 
And you gonna say he people are publicly lynching him? But you mean to tell me that old poor Camille? You expect me to believe old poor Camille? She just along for the ride? Maybe y'all both deserve this ass kicking. Maybe. May damn be. So, you know, fuck Bill. And honestly, fuck Camille too. And I'm done. Correct. Yeah, fuck fuck them and fuck that shit. Um humans humans can be trash. And this just goes show sometimes you gotta watch who you pull for. Um also one more one more thing. One more yeah, jump in. One more thing and then I'm gonna shut up and we're gonna move on. Other show didn't slap that much for y'all to be defending this nigga. Hey, I don't know you were going there. You, you we've been friends for how long? <laughs> we've been friends for how long? You know me by now. How did I know you were going there? Listen, the show didn't slap this enough for y'all to be defending this nigga. Looking to fuck stupid. Stop it. So, but okay, now we can move on. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. Again, you're listening to the Crown of Collins podcast, brought to you by the Coast of the Podcast Network. This is episode number 165. I'm glad to have y'all here. He's Black Dante. I'm Tal Bianca XO. And this is the CSPN. That's just a little pause station identification. This is the point at which, you know, again, if you don't want to hear about those trash motherfuckers, you can come on back into the fold. We are off those things now. Um, yes. So, um, I guess we can talk about it. Let's, so, so, Donald Glover, um, um, Childish Gambino, however you know the nigga. Um, he released a song and a video um, that has caused quite a bit, bit of controversy. Um, and honestly, some of the controversy ain't even about the damn song and or the video. It's about him. Mm-hmm. So, 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 what are your thoughts, Bianca? I, I, you go first. What, are, what are your thoughts? Um, I think Donald Glover is a fundamentally flawed human being in the way that we all are, because none of us fall. Uh... None of us fall perfectly in line through the eyes of, you know, our Lord Jesus Christ and Savior, um, which I'm saying very tongue-in-cheek. But, no, um, as far as moral guidelines for humanity go, and in particular, this social awakening that we're in currently, um, he's got some things to atone for still in his past. Um, some of the things you can even see throughout his art, but, yeah. Continue. Right. Um, again, he, he's, he's an imperfect person. Um, he's... Again, one of these creatives where, again, like depending on how far down this wormhole you go, you either find yourself this really bad moral compunction of like, can I like this art? While knowing that he has once joked about, you know, a white woman calling the calling the n word while in middle of sexual intercourse, or is it that was quite clearly a joke and there's no fucking way he actually meant that, and he's got this he's got a sizable body of work that kind of stands in support of that, or you're somewhere in the middle. Um, because, again, I don't think that anyone's on the extreme pole of Donald Glover does no wrong as far as this conversation goes. I think it's a matter of what context we put some of his wrongness and some of his problematic ways into. Because, again, he does have a comedy background. He does have, you know, the rap background where, you know, there's a certain machismo that's expected. And he does have the R&B background um, where casual misogynoir and casual um, male sort of supremacy does have a firm hold in the way that their music is created um, at times, including at times with some of his music. So, again, he's, he's left kind of everyone um, who he's on who has him on their radar in this weird sort of compunction. And, again, I'm no one to judge in terms of how you feel about some of his anti-blackness or some of his, you know, oh, I was 
picked on as a kid growing up because I was different. And so I sought people out who liked me for me. And even how, again, it's expressed in his art and in his music and in his video, um, Made in America. And so for me, I'm at a point where I'm like still doing that work. And I don't have any real concrete answers as for like where I stand with him now, where I'll stand with him six months from now, a year from now, five years from now, whatever. Um, I do believe the best apology is continued growth. And in that way, um, like I said, he does have things he still has to atone for. And as far as I'm concerned, maybe someone gets in his ear, maybe someone in PR, maybe just someone that he has a close relationship with gets in his ear, talks to him about it. And he speaks up and speaks out about those things and then does live his life as a better version of himself. In which case, at that point, it's kind of selfish to continue to hold him to those standards. Because again, like I said, I feel like the best apology is better behavior. Um, I don't want someone to pour over and just keep telling me, oh, I'm sorry, oh, I'm sorry, oh, I'm sorry. It's want people to do better. Um, and so, yeah, it, it's a complicated thing. And anti-blackness is rooted in white supremacy and it's rooted in patriarchy and it's rooted in all these other isms and archies and things that um, we are, for the first time, um, I think, in this, certainly in this generation's lifetime, like really going after these things head on and really wanting to, you know, increase accountability for these things. And I think it's awesome. I think it's noble as fuck that like, yo, like we're demanding better versions of ourselves from everybody. Um, and so, yeah, no, it's a complicated situation and I don't have a simple answer pursuing to that. So that's kind of where I am with it. Okay. I look, I'm not. Okay. So, I didn't know much about Donald Glover um, or Childish Gambino, you know, again, how whatever you wish to call him, um, until Twitter. Uh, like, I, I didn't know much about him, like, even even in my early days on Twitter. or Like, I, I literally just – well, not literally, but, like, in recent, I've known of Donald Glover, but I've never – now you live in Metro Atlanta and don't watch Atlanta, but like I, I, you know, I don't watch Atlanta. You know, like I, it's just not for me. Like I watched maybe like a, the first two episodes, and I was like, yeah, this really just don't grasp me. So you know, I just live it alone. But like niggas love it, and you know, I let people enjoy things. You know? Like if I, if you niggas love it, and I don't, well, you niggas just love it, and I let y'all cook. You know, it's fine. So, but I'm aware of the problematic stuff that he said and done in the past. Uh, and, and honestly, I mean, one could argue that maybe kind of sort of he may have not completely gotten over it because I know a couple of, you know, episodes of Atlanta, like in one in particular, like I want to say a couple of weeks ago that I saw people talking about where it was a very fucked up scene with a black woman in the um, with a black girl, a, a black girl and a white girl in the episode that drew some controversy. So maybe he hasn't completely worked out all his demons and stuff. I don't know. Um, but here's what, I, here's what I will say far as him as 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 a person or whatever before we get to the art here's what i would say and y'all know i have unpopular opinions about this shit i do agree with you that i think the best growth is change behavior and continue change behavior i agree with um what I don't agree with, and this isn't, you know, aimed at you, um, Bianca. This is just in general. I don't like the, I don't like the coddleization that the topic of growth and change, especially on social media, has. You know what I mean? Like, and I hate to sound like 
like I'm such a stickler and I'm such a grumpy old nigga. I mean, yeah, I am. What, right. I mean, I am, but you know, like I don't mean to come off like I'm cold and callous and don't have empathy and don't have a heart and shit. Like, because also, if you know me, you know, I'm a, you know, and I'm comfortable in my masculinity to say this, you know, you know, I'm a sap, you know what I mean? You know, I'm a big old country ass teddy bear, but like at the same time, it's like, I think people want to be hand, want to be coddled and, have their hand held than actually growing. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. the, the way that growth is talked about, like, okay, like, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. Because we'll, it kind of all tied together. Fuck it. We'll, we'll go like the shit today on Twitter. Fuck it. We'll go there. Fuck it. I, this is my show. Well, this is our show. I can do what the hell I want within reason. It's our show. Fuck it. Like, niggas who used to slander black women all goddamn day long on the timeline. And I'm talking about, and, and before, well, I know all listeners ain't asking, but for anybody that's new and listening, you may be on the fence, the, n- niggas literally used, it's not the same as how black well, women and or black women quote unquote slander black men. No, no, that is critique. Well, not, well let me say, not all of it is critique, but in general, it is critique, not specifically aimed at black men, but at men, TM, the brand, the system of patriarchy and misogyny, which black women happen to to uh, suffer under, and because of their intersectionality, they also face uh, racism, and guess, and, and, and guess what? Guess who is in proximity of black women the most? Black men. And guess what? While niggas be woke on race, guess what niggas are not woke on? Misogyny. Because when you're in a privileged group, most of the time, if you're not, um, if you're not of the minority, um, of of the underprivileged group, usually you don't give a fuck. So, a fuck about what they go through. So, guess who black women, because of proximity, guess who black women experience misogyny and patriarchy the most from? Black men. So, the quote unquote slander of black men that niggas whine about today is is not the same as what used to happen back in the day in like the golden age of Twitter. Like we get on niggas be getting dragged because they misogynistic as fuck. Black women used to get dragged for like their skin, they have attitudes, they if they breathe, if they like sex, if they don't like sex, bitches, hoes, all that shit niggas used to do. Niggas made whole brands out of that shit in the quote unquote golden ages of Twitter. It's motherfuckers still today Today that I got blocked. Today that some of them are not even gonna lie. And I'm not saying this just to be big and bad and you know threatening or whatever. But some of them, not gonna lie, I will run the fade. Not gonna lie. But it's niggas today that still, still have whole career Twitter careers built off slandering black women. So now that I've set that framework up, so let's say you stop that shit. Let's say you you was like you know what. I'm actually going to stop this. I'm going to grow. I'm going to change. I'm going to unlearn my misogyny. I'm going to learn, unlearn this and that and stuff. You know, I'm going to change. I'm not going to, you know, slam the black women. I'm not going to talk about black women. I'm going to stop being misogynistic. That's fine. That's cool. You are perfectly allowed to grow. But, but what the fuck they don't tell you is, while you are allowed to grow, no one is is required nor obligated to forgive you for the harm that you inflict or inflicted Along the path to your growth, nobody is obligated to. Uh, first of all, 
in my opinion, you shouldn't have to harm people in order for you to grow and be a better human being. So that's mm. I was gonna say, yeah, I think there's a there's a world of a difference between like I just didn't know better and I was just doing like the shit that I was closest to and niggas who get on the internet and like actively make these fucking like garbage personalities uh that just sit around and trash people all day and then don't even listen to people saying, Hey, look, like you might have felt this way before. This might be how you truly feel about XYZ, but it's fucked up, and this is how I feel about it. This how many people who aren't speaking to you feel about it. So maybe come to the light and do better. And they were like, no, fuck you, bitch, bye. And then, like, we'll block them. Like, it's a big difference. Like, and I look at myself, you know, I, I, I didn't have all answers. And it's hard for me to contextualize my past, especially, you know, being out as trans now um, and trying to figure out what was the act and what, like, really is still mine and what is going to be mine going forward. Um but I say it all to say that, yeah, no, I didn't have all the answers back then. Even everyone who said, oh, yeah, you were you know, a really good person back then. I mean, I, I, I can look back and say, yo, like some of the shit I thought was kind of goofy. Um, but I listened to people who like brought me to the table about it and were like, yo, like that's probably one I wouldn't sit with for much longer. And here's why. And then left me to figure it out. And, you know, for me, it's like, yo, I don't want to fuck up and offend this person the same way twice. So let me put my nose to the grindstone and figure this shit out. And... You know, now I'm much more on the receiving end of that, but like you've you've got to be you know willing to be open. I think that's what really matters, and it's a lot of people who are not willing to be open, and that's how, and that's why, like they're they're I'm reformed, I'm changed. That's why it comes off as disingenuous because it's like, eh, uh, no, are you really though? Are you like, really like you? You built this platform, and now I'm supposed to believe like overnight that you're doing a 180. Um, Right. And I mean, obviously we're talking about niggas on Twitter, but you, the same can be said for Donald Glover. Again, like like I said, like he's deleted all his past problematic tweets and stuff, but one, screenshots are forever. Um, and two, and especially Tumblr. Tumblr is the, the CV. Tumblr is the CVS bank of receipts. Because you know CVS receipts be long as a Monday. <laughs> but, um, you know, so like, but and you can say like he's changed and evolved or whatever. Um, you can make a case, but then again, at the same time, like, can you really? Because again, like that, some of his work um, is questionable. And like, this is the other thing: people people have the right to critique or question niggas that you like. And I think that's the other part, tying it back to the growth shit. That's the other part of the shit that annoys me. Like, we do so much projection and performance in defending what or who we like. And that shit is exhausting. Listen, if your fave or whoever did something fucked up, people are going to have an opinion about that shit. Now, you might not like it. You might just want to be like, hey, I like this person or I like this person's work. Could y'all not talk about that? I get it. But at the same time, that's selfish on your part because just because you like somebody, that doesn't mean they weren't capable of doing something fucked up. And to be perfectly fucking honest, the only thing that really matters is the harm that that person that you like did and how the, those that are affected feel about that shit, whether they want to forgive or never forgive it. That's really all that matters in the grand scheme of things. As far as that your consumption and enjoyment of them is really minute and really don't matter in the grand scheme of things. Also, it don't really matter because everybody does that shit. That's why I have such a, I go on a, we say we're going to talk about it another day and I ain't going to go completely into detail, but that's the other thing I kind of have with, with the, angst towards quote-unquote cancel culture because one people act like that shit is the boogeyman when it's not two 
once straight people really got cishead people got a hold of that's when the shit really got annoying. And then two, and then, well three, my nigga, everybody cancels somebody. There, you, everybody does. Everybody, even you that may be listening to this podcast, and I mean no offense, but even you that's listening to this podcast that be like, oh no, I don't count cancel everybody. Everybody makes mistakes, whatever. Yes, you do. Stop lying. You cancel somebody too. It's okay because all cancel means is. With, at least in, in the way that it was originally intended in queer culture, this motherfucker did, did say something fucked up and I ain't fucking with the nigga no more. And honestly, it usually was some homophobic shit, which, again, duh, queer folks go <laughs> say that this was fucked up and stop fucking with somebody that said something homophobic. But once straight people got... And I think that's where it got annoying because, let's keep it a book, who was... who. If it started in queer culture and it started with motherfuckers being homophobic, guess who the mo- were the motherfuckers that w- that were portraying the homophobia? Straight people. So mm-hmm. of course, once straight people got a hold of it, of course it would go left and we would ruin the shit. Of course. <laughs> but you know, like 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 XD said, straight people will ruin everything. I mean, we do. It's you know, it just it is what it is. But that literally is all it means. That everybody does that shit. You are, there is no human being alive. That has absolutely nothing that nobody did that they want you that they didn't go. You know what? That was fucked up, and I'm not fucking with you no more. Stop lying to me. Stop lying to me about LeBron. Stop lying to me about that shit. You cancel people too. It is okay. It is okay for people to be like, "Hey, this shit was fucked up, and fuck you, and I'm not fucking with you no more." It is okay. But I think people, when we like somebody, we want to project, we want to defend, we want to argue instead of doing one or two things. Even being like, you know what? Okay. That was fucked up. I get it. Or, or just shutting the fuck up and letting people talk. You know, it's a. I, I just. And again, that's the whole thing with the growth shit. Like everybody is not gonna be here for your growth, dog. It's just not. Like I tell, I say this all the time. Like obviously, I, listen. I have said some homophobic shit before. You know what I mean? I'm not making an excuse for it. It was fucked up. You know, it's you know condition societal conditional. You know, conditionalized homophobia and stuff. I've learned that shit. I've grown out of it. With that said, that don't negate the shit I said. That don't negate the the who was affected by the shit I said. If they happen to saw it. You know, if they, if they happen to seen it. You know what I mean? And if somebody tried to call me to the carpet about it or question me about it, you know what I would do? I'd be like, Yeah, that was fucked up. I was a dumbass, and yeah, you right for feeling the way that you feel. I get it. I, I would say, Fuck me too. They go on about my business. Now, what they do with that after I say that? That's their decision. You know that that's that's their cross the bell, but I ain't gonna like you know. And if somebody tried to defend that shit, be like, no, nah, he don't grow. I'll be like, you know what? I, I I appreciate you, but nah, let them have this. You know, I, I, my ego is not that big where I'm like, you know, I, I want you to defend me, even though somebody rightfully has a right to criticize me. My ego is not that guy. So, so you're not Bryson Tillis, what you're telling us. There you go. See, that's why we're friends, Bianca. There you go. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like, I just, again, I don't know, we don't win off so many places and so many tensions. I think people want to be babied and walk through growth than actually growing. Because you know what? You know what the fuck I did to unlearn and unpack and evolve and grow? I didn't ask for handouts. I didn't ask for people to be nice to me. I shut the fuck up. I listened and I did the work my damn self. You know what I mean? I, I did the work my damn self internally, psychologically changing. You know what I mean? I didn't ask for I didn't ask for people to not trash men, talk about men are trash for me to unpack my misogyny and all that shit. I didn't ask for uh, queer people to be to to walk me through unpacking homophobia and transphobia. I you know like I had a, a an inkling like yo this as as I grew I'm like yo this shit don't make sense. Let me stop being this way because this shit is fucking trash. You know what I mean? And I didn't. I ain't, I ain't want people to call on me, and I, you know what I mean. Like I, I, I don't know. I just, you know, 
I don't know. I, I just think we do a lot to project and, pro, and perform when we want to defend something or somebody. Because cause the other thing is, nobody, and this is also something that I, that I can't stand, people will be like, well, you talking about XYZ is problematic, but you not perfect. Nigga, who the fuck said that shit? <laughs> nobody said niggas is perfect, but what I am saying or what, it, what people are saying is this shit is fucked up and people don't have to pull back punches and gloves. Just because, quote unquote, nobody's perfect, hashtag duh, but nigga, sh- shit is fucked up and it's fucked up and motherfuckers got a right to either go hard or go home or go soft or whatever, but you can't police how people react to shit. You know what I mean? Like, and especially when, depending on what it is, you keep that same energy and that same angle too. So, like, again, what is you saying? So, but anyway, we say all that to say. I like the song, This Is America. I like the song, but the video. It was kind of all over the place for me. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. I didn't take, I didn't get from it what a lot of other people did. I just was kind of like, this is kind of all over the place, but I do like the song. And I think, has Bianca, Bianca muted herself. I don't know if Comcast being an ass or not. I don't know. Oh, I was saying, um, yeah, I did mute myself because I was coughing my freaking lungs out. But no, um, I have not consumed the the song and video together yet. I had planned to before we recorded, but as you mentioned just like 10 seconds ago, Comcast has been tripping on my side. So I've been doing things that don't involve using the internet. So I'll get around to it when I get around to it. But um, let's go into some other um, whiny Negro shit. Wale. <laughs> UC representative. Um, made a comment about there not being enough dark skin representation in music, which, which first of all, bust out line. Like I, like nigga, <laughs> like that, that. That's a grander rant that I'm like preventing myself from starting. But I think I'm just gonna go ahead and do it. Um, it's all show fuck it. What we what we call and what we deem black music, and you know we know it when we hear it, when we see it, what have you, um, is kind of under siege. Not necessarily a bad way, or anything like that, but. Like, we're seeing where white artists are making music that greatly resembles um, that which, again, we know is and feel and resonate with as traditionally black music. And I don't love it. There are artists who, again, I can appreciate who were born out of this, but as a composite, I don't love it. And I do wish that we were better and more diligent about promoting, like, our artists and what have you, like... I was thinking about this the other day. Like, remember that era of hip hop? Like, right after Pac and Biggie had, you know, the little thing going, and Biggie was dead, and all of a sudden you just started hearing about these rappers out of these rap groups. Like, you just heard about the locks, and you just heard about Trigger, and you just heard about this, and you just heard about that one, mm-hmm. and all these other, you know, groups and and rap went from regional to national for probably the first time. So I remember, you know, like Master P was known to me, and then it was like, oh shit, he's known to everybody now. Like, whatever. Um, and we just had all these artists. We had all these hungry people coming for that that top spot that you know was abandoned by you know these two titans in the rap game. And R and B was doing the same thing. We were just turning out artists like you had options on options on options. And now, as far as like the forefront of it goes, that doesn't really happen. And we're kind of back to like the local like let me just find what I like and just stay in that lane. Um, which has also led to the equally annoying spinoff of folks now being annoyed out of sharing their musical opinions because, you know, one or two people disagree with them. Those people have a following. They get shouted out of the room. And it's like, the next thing you know, it's like, damn, I was trying to put people on to this artist, but folks then got me up out of here. So I guess I won't bother sharing anymore. Um, but no, you can look at like high performing 
uh, well touring black artists, and you can see dark skinned artists all over that shit. Correct. Um, and I don't want to go into like what defines someone as dark skin, what defines someone as light skin, whatever. But like, and I'm and trust me, the thing I'm not gonna do is sit here and try to name examples for people to go, oh well, you know, I don't know what this person is, I don't know what that person is. But y'all know who these people are. Y'all know who has the most clout in music right now. And I think if you said the absolute most, and you you know, we're talking about Bruno Mars and Cardi B and um, formerly black artists like Justin Timberlake. Mm. I'm sorry, that was that was horrible. I, I I take it back, but also no regrets. Um, What's funny about that is when you said that, I had just opened up Twitter, and the first thing I saw was the Justin Timberlake commercial. Yeah, yeah, sounds about right. Um, they're watching. I'm telling you, but um, mm. no. So we we have these um we have these examples, and we have darker skinned artists creating and having clout in a world where clout is so regionalized once again, um, but they have it on a national level. Kendrick Lamar just won a Pulitzer. Mm-hmm. But damn, he's the first not jazz or classical artist to win it ever. Um, and I don't know really anybody who would categorize him as light-skinned. So I don't know. It was a weird thing to hear him say. It was a weird complaint to hear filed. Again, in the math of, you know, like, we have creators. Like, Tyler the Creator and Frank Ocean. And since I said I wasn't going to name these people, here I am doing it. Um, SZA, Kendrick Lamar. Um, God, I could go on and on and on. But, like, black representation Donald Glover. Black representation's there. Like it exists. Um and to belittle it because maybe in a moment like you have a lighter skinned woman kinda at the top right now doesn't mean that she's not surrounded by darker skinned people and that they didn't have that spot at one time, like very recently. Um I just want to say that I appreciate you because this is a very well nuanced um take on this. What I would like to say is Wale, the reason the reason Wale shit don't slap is because Wale is a dickhead on Twitter. Like he, I think he is a talented artist, but the reason people don't fuck with him is because of his shenanigans on Twitter. Because he is a goddamn lame on Twitter, and that's just kind of the the long and short of it. I just, just want like like that was in a, a great that was a great nuanced uh, discussion about you know the the light skin dark skin thing. My my ass just come in here like yeah, Wale lame. <laughs> he a lame. He is a lame, and that's why that's that's why people ain't listening to your shit, Wale. But not it's, it ain't got shit to do with you being dark skinned nigga. You just lame. And he tried to explain it away by saying uh, that he was being sarcastic, and it's like no, no, you weren't being sarcastic. You're being emotional. That emotion like you sarcastic. always are. It's, it's not called sarcasm, but you know, like you 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 were, you were being some kind of emotional. And yeah, no, spare us. Mm. Good, 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 damn look, everybody. Yeah, and I mean, of course, he did this shit because he has an album that uh, dropped called Self Promotion. See, Wale, free advertising, buddy. He check. All right, advertisement that you don't deserve, but go off though. Right, he he has a um. Wow, he deleted everything off his Instagram. What is with people in social media doing that lately? Julio Jones did that. Now Wale's doing it, like. What what is this, what is these people on with this anyway? Um, yeah, he deleted all his videos, and then Monday he put a little something up, and um, here we are later on Monday. I mean, here we are, you know, now on Tuesday rather. Um, and yeah, he's got a he's had a little EP out, um, four tracks, so not super long, doesn't take up too much of your time. I might check it out. You know, I'll I'll see what it's hitting on. But no, like I uh, like. 
I think especially again in in in, in this era of social awakening, like you got to be real careful with stuff like this because I'm not going to be the one to say that like anti-blackness isn't real. I'm not going to be the one to say that like colorism isn't real or that proximity to privilege isn't real or all these other things. But like when a person who has a background and a reputation for whining whines about it in this way that he then tries to explain away as I was being sarcastic, it's like, no, buddy, you're, you're, you're hurting the cause. And certainly as someone who has that proximity to whiteness and as someone who also lives in a majority white city, very majority white city, um, you know, it, it's important to me to do the work and to do the work in earnest because I think that colorism's bullshit, and I think that in, like the not not that it's a thing that we've named, uh, but I think that the act of being colorist is bullshit. I think the act of being racist is bullshit. The act of being sexist is bullshit. Um, not the concepts themselves, um, but that but that we're in a world that enforces that and reinforces it and typecasts people, you know, based off it and denies people opportunities based off it. Um, it's very real. I just don't think that this was the time to apply it to a real world application. Um, like we're not finna start a colorism conversation over Wale now. Like that's just not. No, 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 of course not. But um, no, I, I, not you. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> but no, just just on a basic, you know, just kind of scratch the surface level. Um, I, I wish that had not happened because what then happens is. Because what happens with that is you get a lot of light skin tears that, that are born out of that. And mm. that's the last thing I want. <laughs> yeah. I, don't be want I don't be wanting to hear or see that shit as it is. Um, and if someone's going to do that right in the face of him, you know, making his claim, if I have a dubious it may be, then it's like, all right, shit, now I got to shut your ass up too. Yeah. So, you know. Well, you know, be beautiful gowns, good damn look, everybody. Uh, so, yeah, I think that... Um... Oh, also... So, talked about it a little bit with Donna Glover. Um, just real quick, um, black male nerds, stop blaming black women, women in general, but specifically black women, stop blaming them for why you can't get no play. It ain't got shit to do with you being a nerd. It ain't got shit to do with you liking anime. It ain't got shit to do with you liking Dragon Ball Z. It ain't got shit to do with you liking cosplay. It ain't got shit to do with you wearing um superhero shirts. Women aren't fucking with you. <laughs> women, <laughs> women aren't fucking with you not because you're a nerd, but because you're a narcissistic, entitled, misogynistic, socially awkward, creepy asshole who feels that women should be into you. It ain't got shit to do with your nerdiness, nigga. First of all, a couple of things. I grew up with plenty of nerd. Plenty of nerd. Or that was into quote-unquote nerdy shit or geeky shit or whatever the fuck. Them niggas ain't have no problem. And this is going to be a little gritty, but you know, for the sake of it, just run with me, listeners. Them niggas ain't have no problem getting pussy. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry to make it that primitive, uh, but... Nigga, I grew up with plenty of niggas that were in the nerd shit, geeky shit, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Them niggas ain't have no problem getting in some draw. No, no whatsoever. To this day, I know plenty of niggas that are nerds. They ain't got no problem getting in no damn draw. It ain't, it ain't that you a nerd. It's you corny. You a lame. You creepy. You socially awkward. You don't know how to talk to women. You don't see women as human. You just... And while it, there are a lot of black male nerds, especially on social media, that are misogynistic as a motherfucker. That's why you can't get no play. And also, why are we here? 
there are plenty of women who are into nerdy shit too. So your argument can't be that women don't like nerds because newsflash, there are women that are nerds. Why ain't you with them? Oh, because they don't want your ass either. Either they don't want your ass either because, again, you're corny, you're all the little buzz that I said before, and also you're probably ugly. That's also that too. And or you're ignoring those nerdy girls because you want video vixen type girls. You want Cardi B's. You want um, Dreads. You want Erica Miller's. And you want all these, you know, bad bitch women. And they don't want your ass. Not because you're a nerd. But because, again, you're ugly. You're corny. You're creepy and all that shit. Your shit ain't together. Your, your shit duck, ain't together. Your feet stink all the time. You know, you're rocking ugly-ass Reebok basketball shoes with every fucking outfit. Your, your khakis. You smell You smell like Axe and wetbacks. Okay. Khaki pants all worn down on the back of the on the back of the hems. You smell like burnt ends. That's why you can't get no goddamn plate. People wearing a stupid fucking dragon shirt, the button down, open all the time, with ugly ass shirts underneath it. Your swagglessness is gone because you always do that fucking top button when you wear polos and button down shirts. And I'm telling you, that top button is a swag depleter unless you're rocking a tie. And if you're rocking a tie with a polo, then they offset and it actually doubles the swagglessness because it multiplies and you multiply a negative by a positive and you get a negative. Your head ass, and yeah, y'all out here fucking up and and not being good people, and and find a barber. God damn it, shit, get your hairline together. That's why you can't get no play because you're swaggerless and your hairline ain't together, nigga. But any goddamn way, you know that's all. Just stop. It is not. It is everything to do with you. You can't get no play because you are lame. It ain't got shit to do with women. They ain't got shit to do with being a nerd. They ain't got shit to do with none of that. It is you. You are the reason that you suck. So, you academics. know what? Academics. A lot of you niggas are academics. Thank you, Bianca. A lot of you niggas are academics, and that's why you can't get no pussy. Now, with that, because we've been running a little a little long, um, did you see Infinity War? Nope. Meant to go see it today, but my car's not out of the shop yet, so that did not happen. Um, okay, we'll so talk about that next week. Okay, so we won't talk about that. We listen. We talked about the shit on Ratchet Ramble. We gonna talk about that shit here on on Crown of Cops. Goddamn, when Bianca see it, we gonna talk about it. I don't give a damn if the movie been out a month or whatever. We gonna talk about the shit on this goddamn podcast. Give give me give me seven days. I'm doing some refreshing on my uh, lead ups to everything that's gonna happen in Infinity War. I just saw Black Panther a couple times, so like that was really fresh in the memory. But gonna gonna take my little steez up, um, you know, a little bit more. Make sure I'm coming to the table, you know, right and proper. And um, still doing all I can to avoid having the movie ruined for me, ball bags, who don't seem to be capable of talking about a movie without talking about spoilers. Um, and I'm going to get this brief friend off. Um, and that's that I can think about every movie I've ever watched in my life, and I can tell you about it, and I can know when to go from, oh, yeah, Forrest Gump um, went to Vietnam and met a dude named Bubba, and they became best friends, to... Running became very integral in Forrest's life once again when he decided to start saving all of his military buddies, including two in particular, although one of them didn't make it. And you don't know which one I'm talking about, including when I tell you. And then later on, Forrest got a shrimp boat. And later on, one of... And and later on, that same military friend surprised Forrest at his wedding. You don't... I mean, you've probably seen the movie, so you know which one it is. But again, I knew at which point to go from very general, uh, very specific, to very general. And I think that there's a way to do that with every movie that's ever been made. Um, you know, at, the, at this, you know, but what motherfuckers like to do is they like to shout, soul and green is people, and then act like they don't know why that was a big deal. 
And that's the thing I get annoyed about. So, like, watch the watershed moments. Be general when talking about them. The man got blasted in the face by the thing, and he was no more. And, okay, like, I don't know who that happened to. I don't know their fate. Um, so I will say I don't know a thing that's happened in Infinity Walks. I've done a great job of avoiding specific spoilers. But um, I do see that one little uh, graphic that y'all be making. <laughs> like the one that they made of Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan um, vanishing out of the playoffs. So I know that that's a hmm. thing that happened to somebody, but I don't know who. Um, but yeah, I, I think, again, people need to know, oh shit, I'm coming real close to that line to saying something that would bust this movie open and possibly ruin the enjoyment of someone who hasn't seen it yet. Maybe I should speak in generalities here. Mm. And that's, that, that's all people are asking. No one is saying... See, cause, oh, so when this happens, it echoes street harassment. Remember street harassment? Remember when we started talking about street harassment in the summer 2014? And it was Joe, like, stop making lewd comments to us. So we're walking down the street, leaving the subway, trying to handle our business on the phone call. You're trying to talk while I'm on the phone, listen to my music, you know, whatever the case might be. Leave us alone. Let us be. Let us just live. And what did men turn around and say? Oh, so, so we can't talk to y'all no more? We can't try to holler no more? And women were like, if the only way you have to holler is to be lewd or to interrupt me from handling my business or getting from point A to point B, then yeah, maybe maybe don't holler at me. And then men got really in the twist about it. And I'm seeing the same thing happening now with this like spoiler discussion. It's like, I didn't say you couldn't talk about the movie. I'm just saying when you know you up on that line, start talking in general. Start being less specific about shit. Don't tell me that Rosebud was a sled. Don't tell me, you know, that Rocky wins the fight. Like Those are things that will... Shit, now that... Now the climacticness of the scene is compromised. So don't go doing that to people. And I use really old movie examples on purpose because like, if you haven't seen Citizen Kane or if you haven't seen Salt and Green or if you haven't seen Rocky uh, 2, then at this point, I don't feel bad for spoiling it for you. This movie's been out a week and a half. It's been out a week and a half. I think today's like day 11. By the time y'all hear this, it'll be like day 13 or something like that. So that's all people are asking. That's a reasonable ask. Stop being head asses about it. I'm done. I will let you have that. Thank you. I deserve. All right, let's get these misconnections off. All right. Um, now, I'm going to defer to you because I ain't even going to lie. I said I was going to look up some while we was <laughs> recording, but I'm, I, I'm not surprised. Didn't know me. Oh. <laughs> um, but so we just I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with you and then we're gonna do these and then get up out of here because a nigga gotta get up in the morning. All right. Um I'm doing these from Portland because again they got swept in the first round of the playoffs. And I meant to give y'all a show um in immediate light of that, but we couldn't because neither of us felt well two weeks ago. And then last week my internet was violent because I guess I don't know, Portland's revenge. How do you Anyway, um <laughs> Portland is our location. I have wait. Definitely want to do this one. I don't know. Oh, yeah, definitely want to do that one. Uh, let's do that one. This one I can get rid of. This one I can get rid of. Okay. So, we got four. Okay. Two of them will be really quick. Two of them might take a while, but let's just jump right in. Uh, all right, let's go. <clears throat> I delivered your food, Southeast Portland. I delivered you some food. I really can't remember where it was from. You came outside to your beautiful yard so that your dogs wouldn't freak out, and the latch on your gate is broken. You turned off the irrigation as I was leaving. You seem like an interesting and handsome man. The end. Wait, she left. They left the gate open. Uh, uh, the, uh, the latch on the gate is broken. Apparently, at this guy's house. Um, Sound like some home invasion shit. <laughs> and turned off the irrigation as you were leaving, so you walked through this motherfucker like water in their house, like their, their plants. That's that's tacky. I think if you know you got food on the way, you need to t- you need to cut your irrigation off. Right. 
So I think what wound up happening was this person wound up getting a wet T-shirt, and then this uh, interesting and handsome man found himself staring. And again, this doesn't specify if it was a man or a woman who did the delivery, but uh, I think wet T-shirts turn on people of any gender who happens to see the gender of their liking with a wet T-shirt on. Ipso facto, nigga, you did this shit on purpose. All right. And then you walked through it on purpose, too. I mean, you had that food in a, in a weatherproof and in a, in a heat-safe bag, so nothing happened to his food. But yeah, your, your shirt, you have to wring your shirt out. Oof. Hate to be you. Um, oh, and lest we not forget, you know where this person lives. <laughs> That's the real creepy part about this. Like, I hate... Well, I kind of like... I hate... Um, see, <laughs> I like it for show purposes. I hate seeing these things with, like, rideshare drivers, like, doing, like, these misconnections and, or, like, these courier services, delivery drivers, what have you, doing these misconnections, because it's like, you know where this person lives, and, like, clearly you know that, like, going back to that person's house is, like, a bridge way too far. But then you did the next best thing and came on the new revamped Craigslist, right? <laughs> with with its completely purged and brand new misconnection section, so there's like no history here, and there's no need to contribute to it. And yet here you are telling us about this person whose food you delivered <laughs> and how handsome you think they are. <laughs> Don't go back, <laughs> please. Good look, <laughs> next one. Yes. Okay, here we go. Blonde at Starbucks at 99th in Durham, uh, 99 in Durham in Tigard. Just so you know, Tigard's like the suburbs. Um, okay. You were the gorgeous blonde woman who came in after me on Saturday afternoon. We made good eye contact, smiled at each other. I made a comment about your shoes while waiting for our drinks, and it led to a good conversation. I saw your ring, but don't care. I can't stop thinking about you. Tell me what else we talked about so I know it's you. The end. Wait, read that back. Okay. You were the gorgeous blonde woman who came in after me on Saturday afternoon. We made good eye contact, smiled at each other. I made a comment about your shoes while waiting for our drinks, and it led to a good conversation. I saw your ring, but I don't care. I can't stop thinking about you. Tell me what else we talked about so I know it's you. <laughs> this motherfucker think they're Bobby Womack. Fam! Like, I get that open <laughs> relationships are a thing in Portland, but my word. Hey, hey, my man said he saw the ring, but he didn't kill. Hey, yo, this motherfucker... <laughs> Rens is out here on 20, 2011 Drake YOLO shit. Like, wow. Right? Nigga hit her with the nice shoes. Wanna f- oh, wait, you got a ring on, so maybe you don't want to fuck. Maybe you might. Right? Ooh. Ooh Jesus. Mm. Good, good, good damn look. Good eye tech context, mild shoes comment. Yeah. Ooh, he pulled one out of my playbook. <laughs> mm. That's my move now, buddy. What are, you, what are you on about? Except, I'll be meaning that shit. I'll be like, yo, like, I'm sure was cute, and they don't come in my size, so I'm living through you, girl. You're saying, damn, you got a ring on. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> but the fact that he's like, I can't stop thinking about you, that's what really is. <laughs> Man, you might need to stop. She she got a ring on. You you said as much, and I think that whole, you know, a vegan, a CrossFitter, and a reformed Christian walk into a bar, who lets you know first? I think that the open relationship people have, like, taken pole position in that whole thing, like, as far as, like, talking about personal life uh, openly and just volunteering that shit to people? Yeah, I think they're the ones now. I think that they're, like, aces at that shit. Like, this whole thing, like, she would have been like, yo, like, you see this ring on my finger, but, like, they're totally in an open situation. Like, he doesn't mind if I see other people, and I don't mind if he sees other people as long as we tell each other about it and the communication's honest. I'm not making fun of this community, by the way. It's just not my jam. But, um, she totally would have volunteered that. Yo, I wonder wonder what shoes she had on. Right? Like, she had the new LeBron's? (laughs) Like, did she have the new LeBrons? Did she have the new Manolos? Like, what what she had going on? Like, right? What 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 are we talking about here? What is the ball that we're working with here? Mm, like, again, is this a nice shoes on a fuck kind of situation, or were her chucks just really clean? 
like like they were crisp like out of the box that morning like kind of situation right i i need to know i mean it's portland so it was probably tevas but you know yeah yeah mm. <laughs> let's just move on shall we like does she have the new dame diddies i wants to know <laughs> oh man shall we move on oh all right. What else? What else could they have talked about? I don't know. Like they talked about the Blazers getting swept, or talked about talked about David Lillard's mistake. Talk about seeing Bon Jovi live in concert. Talk about best pizza in town. Like what? What else could they have talked about? I'm curious, but I don't have a way of knowing. Let's just move on, shall we? Correct. All right. Dad at my son's daycare. This is Cornell Road, which is not very far from Tigard. Um. So again, still kind of suburby-ish, very residential, very bedroom community. Dad at my son's daycare. So I've met you twice so far. You helped me when I was locked out of the daycare by giving me a better contact number. We introduced each other today and shook hands. I have no idea if you're single, so I don't want to be weird and forward, but I think you seem very friendly and outgoing. I've been separated from my son's dad for a year now and have been slowly getting back into the dating scene. If you're single and somehow see this post and also interested, we should go on a date. A woman 100% wrote this. Right. (laughs) Right. Like, Like, again, nothing doesn't say that but you can tell the difference um, very broadly speaking but um you can you can tell the difference like this whole we should go on a date with an exclamation point like that's that's not how a man finishes a misconnection just saying um yeah we've been doing this for too long <laughs> and yeah like let's let's leave out the part where she's trying to pick up somebody um at a daycare and again everybody's situation ain't the same necessarily um hey you're trying to get some dick during night during nap time what is you doing <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but goddamn! Hey, hey, the kids don't want to sleep. You checking out this nigga's dick print? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> hey, that joke was on my toes. I was just waiting for you to finish the damn business. <laughs> Friendly and outgoing. Now you trying to keep that man in going, right? Oh, you trying to be you trying to be friendly, all right? You trying to be friendly with some dick? That's what you do. Yeah. Ooh, Lord, this is this ain't a rebound. This is Dennis Rodman on the glass. Woo. <laughs> right. This is this average. This average eighteen rebounds a game right here. This, this is everything most fates wasn't on a rebound right. on the glass. <laughs> hey, this is a, hey, this is Tristan Thompson against Al Horford right here. Hey, <laughs> reggaeton most fates. <laughs> reggaeton most fates. <laughs> Woo, shit. Well, I, I was waiting on that joke. I will wait till you got finished. But I had that joke on the tip of my tongue. I was just waiting for you to get through the damn. <laughs> I was waiting on it. I'm like this woman, this she is trying to get some. She is trying to get some phallus during playtime. Like what the oh, hell? Oh my god! Wow, what are you doing, baby? <laughs> oh man, I got the extender. We can lay out across the entire backseat. Right? <laughs> yes. Hey, she, hey, she trying to. Hey, <laughs> when go, hey, when the kids go to sleep, she trying to. You know how like some daycares had that damn van, the daycare van. Mm-hmm. She's trying to get her back blown out in the day in the back of the daycare van. Oh like, God, stop! That's enough. Okay, I'm, I'm doing an express connection. I can't take any more. <laughs> you know, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. All right, oh, oh, last one, last one. I should have saved that one for last. God damn it! Um, yeah, that was good. That was good. Guy in red Toyota four by four. Let me see where this is located. Um, oh, this is about me. Holy shit. 
Okay. Mm. This this is like so I live okay, so I five and I two oh five meet to make an upside down V where I live. Or right near where I live. And I live closer to the side of five than two oh five. And this shit is right where two oh five is. Wow. Mm. Right my little um split legs. Anyway, um okay. Guy in red Toyota four by four. You were driving down Highway ninety nine. Yep. That's the road I take to get home most nights. Driving down Highway ninety nine and I stopped next to you at the light. You were jamming to music and singing. Wait, 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 wait. They were what? She meant to type jamming, or he meant to type jamming. I don't know. Again, try not to assume gender here. Um, but they wrote jamming, J A M M O N. They Jamaican? Let's just move on. Um, <laughs> you were jamming to music and singing. You have the voice of an angel, heart eyes emoji. You winked at me. If you run across this, please respond and tell me what I was driving. You were in a muddy red Toyota 4x4 with the missing taillight. Not my first thought is I hope this person ain't black because I think this person is police. Like the fact that you noticed that shit. Right. This the fade. <laughs> Your taillight out. I'm finna get you brought in on some, right, on some trumped up bogus charges. Right. That's a that's a ticket right now. Voice of an angel. You about to be singing like a jailbird. First of all, wait. First of all, how the fuck? First of all, how the fuck you know they got the voice of an angel? You just pulled aside this motherfucker. Yo, okay, so because they, they they elaborated in the misconnection. How the fuck you know they got the voice of angel? Like, were they like, were, were, did they have the windows down and they were yell singing some Whitney Houston and shit? Like, what what's 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 the what's going on here? I got so, so I'm gonna so so tell you now. Um, the weather here has been beautiful lately, and I can totally see this motherfucker. Like, you know, supposed to nine hours. Did we lose Bianca? I think we lost Bianca. We may have lost Bianca. Yeah, I think we lost Bianca. Can, can you hear me now? Yes, we are back. Okay, good. All right, we back so, in yeah, business. Good. So yeah, no, I'm I'm thinking that yes, this person, because um, I've seen it on a few occasions where like the weather's nice and the person got their window down. I'm like mine will be up because I run my AC uh, for the most part because my AC gets cold fast and I love that shit. But um, yeah, sometimes I'll be seeing motherfuckers just getting it in their cars. Like I don't know if that's just the West Coast thing or people do it everywhere, but I, or maybe I just pay attention to it more now. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I just tweeted the other day like. And you you been to Atlanta, you know how trash the traffic is down here. Like one of the the best things that I love, me myself personally, is driving around with with clear traffic and with the windows down. What the fuck time is this? Uh, for me, the only time traffic is not the only time traffic is clear for me is like is like after seven o'clock, which is why because I get off at six and I and I stay at work and go to the gym. And stayed up to at least like seven fifteen or some shit, and traffic be a breeze for me by then. That's okay. the only time traffic is clear. Okay, I can I can see it. I can see it. But the late night traffic, yeah, no traffic has traffic has made me less of a like just free roaming go wherever I want type of driver. Like I used yes. to all the time. Yeah, like when I when I lived in places that had understandable and predictable traffic patterns, but like Portland will like just pop up and have like standstill traffic at. 6 p.m. on a Sunday just because. Right. And again, and I'm like, been to Atlanta, so you, you already know what the fuck the deal is here. Mm-hmm. So, good good, good damn luck, everybody. You, you think you're doing good, leaving the house at 2 o'clock to get to Social Circle at 3 o'clock, and nope, 75-85 didn't have random-ass 2 o'clock traffic? Listen. 20 done had random 2 o'clock traffic. Listen, okay. Or in, the <laughs> words, in the words of Carter B. Oker. So, you don't, you don't get to Social Circle till about 4.35. <laughs> All right, that's <laughs> fucking social circle. 
All right, let's move on. All right, that's a, that's it. Fucking social. <laughs> that's enough. That's it. Is that 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 is that the misconnection? That's that's the last one. Yeah, we can okay. we can end on that note. We can end on that note. Fucking so. I'm gonna name the episode that too. Social sure. That's no, wait, wait, wait. I thought I thought we was gonna name something about the daycare. That's okay. We can figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um, uh, but yeah, I know this one was pretty long, but we had to make up for two weeks of time. Um, but yeah, thank you all for listening. Um, yeah, next- l- listen in segments. I won't be offended. Right. Um, next week, um, it's been a while. That at, I should have said that at the beginning of the show. Shit. Right. <laughs> we kind of said that, but... I'll send an email to Classic. It's fine. But uh, but yeah, thank you all for listening. Um, thank you all for sharing the show. Uh, thank you all for liking the show. Uh, leave us ratings and reviews. We had not had any of those in a while. Um, let us know that you know you still rock with us and still like tell us what you like about the show and shit. Um, yeah, we we thrive off that shit, stupid. Right, <laughs> we, sorry, thrive off, we thrive off. We thrive off positivity. That was the mirror of me coming out. I apologize. No it's, one's stupid. It's we're all we're all angels under the uh, tender grasp of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Except Kendu Isis, because fuck that nigga. A nigga named Kendu. A nigga named Kendu. Anywho, any closing thoughts? Um. Yeah, um, be good to yourselves, be good to others. Uh, stop being weirdos on Beyonce's internet. Um, fuck R. Kelly, uh, fuck Bill Cosby, um, fuck Kevin Durant, fuck God, <laughs> God damn. <sighs> yeah, I said it. It's it, it's fine, it's fine. Um, let's see, any more fuck yous that I got? I mean, uh, fuck CeeLo, that's, that's about all I got. Yeah, fuck, fuck CeeLo. Um. Yeah, that's all I got. Fuck niggas who used to be trash, uh, but reinvented themselves and their growth, quote unquote, is disingenuous. We see you. You ain't low niggas. Some of you built like a low router, but that's neither here nor there. Um. And yeah. That, oh. Oh. Also, fuck DJ Khaled. <laughs> yes. Yes, fuck DJ Khaled and fuck your answer. I feel Anthony like Wilson. we talked about that nigga when that interview happened way before, uh, before back in the day. I feel like we don't talked about it on him on like some of our like real, real early episodes because that's when that nigga said that shit. But it resurfaced again, and it always is. Uh, it is always a uh, never not a good time to say fuck DJ Khaled. So yeah, correct. And shout out to Mizenzi, who still has the funniest tweet about DJ Khaled of all time, who said that um, Asad's mom has to sneak and play with him while Khaled is asleep. Jesus. And that shit is so true, because that nigga be having a baby on Snapchat all the time. And adorable baby, don't get me wrong, not his fault, but damn, Khaled, why you gotta be so fucking annoying? Just ruining a good thing. Right. Just fucking annoying. But, uh, yeah, we out. We'll be back next week. Uh, we will have a... We'll do uh, Bring It Back uh, next week. So, till yes. then, um, peace, niggas. And have a good life. Get my gas money, then I'm back on the expressway, and I'm out this burst. I know you